Welcome to the Leader Manager Coach Podcast, your weekly podcast where we take a deep dive examining knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insights to help you to lead, manage and coach in football, sports and life. Leader Manager Coach is presented by Rob Riles. Rob is a qualified coach with a League Managers Association qualification and a science and medicine background. He has worked in the football industry in Europe, USA and Africa at international, premiership, league, non-league and grassroots levels with World Cup and European Championship experience. Hello and welcome to another edition of Leader Manager Coach. Welcome to the podcast. It's Rob Riles welcoming you to another program. In today's program, I'm going to talk about, again, some more learning experiences that I honestly know if you take it upon yourself to take a little bit of a deeper dive into this and do some research around these subjects if it so tickles your fancy if it's something that floats your boat then I absolutely know even if you just take on the the small amount of information the basics of what we talk about on the podcast today that it will make a considerable difference in your own life and it will make a considerable difference in your own performance and the performance of those people that you coach that you manage that you lead that look up to you. And there are a couple of things that that stimulated this. Often, but I'll be completely honest and open about it, there are times when I have a real clear plan about what I'm going to talk about on the podcast because it's hit me like a ton of bricks and I think, you know what, this needs to be shared. I've read something, I've listened to something, I've heard something, I've been on a course and I think, you know, this is powerful stuff. It emanates, it resonates and there will be some people out there, some leaders, managers and coaches who would benefit from this and there are other times when up to maybe a couple of hours before I'm due to do my podcast because I'm a bit bit of a ritualist and I pencil it in my diary and I uh, do whatever I can to stick to that schedule because I find that that's what that was what works that I'm actually a little bit unsure about what it is I'm going to talk about There may be a myriad of things that I want to talk about. There may be one or two things, but I have nothing absolutely clear. So sometimes I look at the learnings that I've had from the week. And once again this week, there's been some real key learning things. And how simple can it be that we're all on this journey of of career, of work, of life, of leadership, of of coaching, of, of development and there are all these super strategies out there and do this and do that and follow this and follow that and and of course there are there's amazing amounts of information and there's amazing amounts of pertinent quality material out there that's so relevant to all our niche areas but sometimes it's the best learning isn't it that comes from our own personal experience How many times have you, even if it's just in an adult capacity, you may even be talking to your children. It may be somebody who's younger than you. It may be somebody you're mentoring. It might be a player. It might be your athlete or one of your work colleagues or someone in your team. And you've really tried to explain to them from an emotional point of view, this is how it is and this is what is likely to happen. This is how it feels and this is is what will occur and these are the things that will happen. And it's only when that person experiences the thing themselves 
You know, they neurologically get involved in it. They physiologically get involved in it. They are actually impacted physically, mentally, psychologically, environmentally by that incident, by that exposure, that that is the only place that real, real, real learning takes place. As an add-on to that, if that's the case, which it often is, and it can be expensive, don't get me wrong, it's much better, as real, real great people will tell you over the centuries, it's much better to actually learn from other people's experiences in terms of time-saving, money-saving, life-saving, everything else-saving. It's much less expensive to look at mistakes that people have made who've gone before you and apply that learning to your own life. It'll save you probably everything. But the other side of that is that that learning is often not necessarily as deep and as profound as the learning that occurs in everyday life. So I'm not talking about making monumental mistakes that will impact the rest of your life because it's a phenomenal risk. I'm talking about the little things that come across your path probably hundreds of times a day that we can take on board and if we have the time or take the time to just reflect on that, they will be learning experiences, particularly if we have the time to journal or reflect or write down or have a look at what went on during the day, which is another key success thing that, that is talked about an awful lot in terms of reflection and learning, then it will give us some real key things. And if we do that day by day by day by day by day, we cannot fail to improve in what we do. In our leadership and our management and our coaching, and our, we cannot fail if we just take those little things on board. And again, this week, there's been a number of things. And Dan Abrahams, in his, in his great posts, and talked about, he didn't use the word, I don't think, or the, or the phrase, I don't think, but the phrase of putting the cart before the horse. How often we talk to our young players, our professional footballers, our, our budding athletes, and say it's all about the grit, the determination, the will, the drive, the burn, the, the physical effort, the grind, the, the pushing yourself to the limit. When what comes before that is that learning, the habit to flick that switch, or maybe it's not a flick of a switch, maybe it's a short process of a few seconds or a few minutes to get into a zone, a place, a mindset that then drives the physicality. So it's a little bit like putting the cart before the horse. We go out, we engage, if we use a, a football analogy, we, we engage in the frenetic activity of a game, a match. And even at the highest level, with all its pressure, with all its media, and with everything that goes with that, the 100,000 people, the millions watching on television, and you may even be at the top of your game, and the number of times I've heard ex-professional footballers tell me that they were sick, physically sick before games. They were nervous throughout their whole careers. And the thing that sometimes strikes me is that they were never taught, they were never trained, they were never educated, as Dan is saying, about how to get your mindset right so that you consistently act as you are capable of acting because if you can't do that, your performances are never guaranteed. And they're never guaranteed anyway. But what we're alluding to is that they're much more guaranteed if you have the stable place to work from of a, 
a success mindset rather than going out hoping it's potluck, hoping things go your way and your only response is to work harder, which is a great response, by the way, but actually it's not anywhere near as successful as having a a successful mindset in the first place. So what are my learning experiences from this week that I wanted to share? Okay, number one, sometimes in life, when we're in that space as human beings, as we do, and who can recognize this, that we want an easy ride, we want things to be okay, we want things to be easy and seamless and friction-free. And what is life like? Life is not like that. Life will give us challenges. People won't do what they say they are going to do. Things come in the way, traffic gets in the way, Um, people are ill, circumstances contrive, we don't understand why, but they do. People make decisions, etc., etc., etc. And all those things contribute to things not going the way we wish. And sometimes our response immediately as human beings, our physiology switches on and we get into that negative, let's just use that phrase, that negative mindset of why, oh my days, why is this happening? What's this all about? It's a tragedy, it's a disaster, etc., etc., etc. And we go on that spiral. Maybe we can train ourselves to have an, a mindset or an attitude As soon as something like that occurs, it's like Pavlov's dogs. Can we train ourselves to have the attitude of bring it on? Bring it on. You know, if you think that this little thing is going to trip me up in the long run and is going to stop me achieving what it is I want to achieve, you're going to have to find something greater than this universe to stop me because I will go to bed tonight I will rest my head on the pillow. I will have my eight hours, my fundamental eight hours of sleep that helps me to rejuvenate, to recover. And tomorrow, guess what? I will be at it again. So bring it on. And again, that was brought to me or reminded to me by the the great Brian Johnson on his Entheos website. So as 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 an instant attitude checker, that bring it on approach, you know, it stimulates your physiology. It makes you feel great. And it's like that, you know, hey, when I get challenged, all that happens is I step up to the plate. Okay, I dig a little deeper. may take me a little bit longer, but I dig a little deeper. The second bit of learning, which was a great one again, another reminder is that all we really need to be concerned about if we want to progress, and if more importantly, and this is the key thing on this particular point, is if we want to have a a stress-free or a very minimal stress or an anxiety-less life in terms of our desire to progress towards success, towards achievement, towards goals. We only need to concern ourselves with being in the game, being on the track, being in the pool, being at work. Turning up is half done. Starting is half done being there. That's the starting process. It's when we worry about the outcomes, when we worry about winning the cup, when we worry about achieving the sale, when we worry about getting that three hundredths of a second off the time, when we worry about getting there for this particular time exactly, then 
those are the anxiety things that make our life uncomfortable unnecessarily. Now, we all have objectives. We all have things we want to achieve. I'm, and I'm not in the in the game of saying that reality isn't. If you don't get results in a professional capacity and you are paid a high wage, then at some point something is going to occur. I'm not trying to get away from that reality. But what I am saying is really the only thing we can control is our actions. And if we concern ourselves with our actions on a daily basis and be less concerned and anxious about the results of our actions, we'll feel a lot better. Our life will be a lot better. And in all honesty, it it will impact how we are in a positive way. You know, and I talked to the players about this. The little story that, that I'll share with you is that on a cold Friday night when the wind's blowing and we are dealing with some adolescent young footballers who are aspiring to be young professionals in the in the career of their choice. And they're wondering about all this information that's being thrown at them and, and the positions they need to be in and the body shape they need to attain and the techniques that they need to perfect. One of the things that, that we talk to them about is let's say on an average in a year you're going to get 100 let's just pick that as a as a ballpark figure you're going to have 100 training sessions if you do two a week you'll probably do more than that but let's just use the, the number of 100 and if you just take one thing from each training session and you consolidate it just one of the things one of the pieces of learning one of the pieces of advice one of the technical things that you improve on one of that half a percent things that you just get better at at each training session and you consolidate it, which is feasible to do. You are likely to get way, way past where you want to be within 12 months because not only do you get one plus one plus one plus one, you'll get the compounding effect of one plus one plus one plus one. But then you've got the three that have gone before and it becomes a compounding effect of not just adding, but multiplication and that links in with the anxiety of trying to get better and trying to control the outcome if all we concern ourselves with the daily baby step that's in front of us things will feel a lot better we'll use the law of compounding interest if you want to use that term and we will make those gradual steps forward it is the only way and sometimes we need reminding of ourselves it's that overwhelm that we talked about in a previous podcast that can get to us, can actually get to us so much that we actually throw the whole thing in and the whole thing comes tumbling down because we decide it's not worth it, it's too much, it's too much to deal with, probably psychologically. And it may well be that we've taken our eyes off the step that's in front of us and we've looked 50 miles down the road, which is such a big deal that it's not possible to achieve. And I've been so guilty of that in, in a lot of things that I've done. I have to constantly remind myself to keep looking at the next step. Now, linked to that, linked to that is the decision about what it is we can control. So we can't control outcomes. We can facilitate outcomes by doing whatever it takes and whatever we can and whatever is in our control we can do that. But what we can't do is actually guarantee that X plus Y plus Z will give us an outcome. We know that it probably will. 
We work tirelessly in our sports, in our industries, in our coaching, in all our facets of life to actually create outcomes. But isn't that what life makes life so great? Isn't that why we keep turning up at football games and at football coaching and at, and at swimming coaching and at, and at tennis and at table tennis and athletics and business and family? And Because if it was absolutely nailed on guaranteed that you do this, you do that, you do that, life would be perfect. We'd all live in this house. We'd all do that. And there would be no adventure. There would be no heroes. And essentially, there would be nothing worth stepping into the arena for because everything was guaranteed. So what we shouldn't do is get frustrated with that process because that's what the beauty is and that is why we're in it. But it's up to us to decide what it is we can control, what we can affect and what we can impact, which comes back to the actions. If all I know is I can do this today and I will leave the outcome up to, up to you know, the power that's greater than me, hey, tick the box, put my head on the pillow, know that I've done the best, end of chat, end of story. Do the same tomorrow because I'm doing what I enjoy. I'm doing what I love, period. And things will start to work out. And again, linked to that, another great learning for me was a reminder about sometimes in life and how many of you can relate to this when particularly maybe, picture this, you're going through a period in your life when you work, you're coaching your games your sport when actually something isn't quite right and is it is it a question that you need to prune and i'll use that word it's a gardening term it's a horticultural term pruning back do you need to take a step back look at what you're focusing on and actually be quite deliberate and maybe quite abrupt in actually making a decision to cut away this, cut away that, cut away the other, so you can focus on the key thing, you know, the major thing or the major things that are absolutely important to you, whether that's your family, whether that's a relationship, whether that's a sport, whether that's a, a particular facet that you need to focus on in the next two months, if it's a PhD or a writing project or whatever it is, you know, or is it a particular relationship with a player or an athlete, or it could be anything in your leadership, your management and your coaching. But this major pruning is often uncomfortable. And that's the key thing, because you feel like you're losing something and you will be. Because if you look at a tree or a bush that's pruned by somebody who has to make decisions, they will take away significant pieces of the whole. But why are they doing that? They're doing that so the energy goes into less of the structure but those fewer parts of the structure will get stronger and stronger and stronger so it's all about our focus on what it is we want to achieve and what we want to put our mind on and again I'll hold my hands up and say I'm really I've been guilty in the past of trying to do too much with too many things in too many arenas and pruning back uncomfortable as it is making some losses making some sacrifices is often the best thing in the long run and it adds to that peace of mind effect that when you focus on the actions only and forget the, the outcomes it adds to that focus and you know no matter what we have to be reminded, and again, this comes from the Stoic philosophy that, that Ryan Holiday talks about so, so well. Stoicism, 
which comes, you know, from, from the study of the great Roman emperors, which is such a phenomenal source of information. It's wonderful stuff. We talk about, look, at the end of the day, we're all in, on this planet and on this journey doing whatever it is we want to do, whatever we decide to do, whatever we, we're here, we feel destined to do. Life is beautiful, but life is tragic. There are things that, plenty of things, myriads of things, millions of things that we cannot control. We don't know where we're born. We don't know when we're born. We don't know what, you know, what our influences are in our life, our physicalities, our health. We can drop from riches to poverty in a second. Things can befall us and we don't know that. We can't control all those things, but those things happen. And the only thing we can control is how we respond to that. And I think if we're aware of that, it keeps bringing me back personally, back to that. The only thing I can control is the actions I take on a daily basis. Tick it off, put my head on the pillow. I'm happy that I've done my best. And actually, that's all I can do. I cannot worry anymore about what's going to happen the day after that and the day after that. And the last bit of learning, again, which was linked to that, is that no matter what, no matter how slow, no matter how step by step this process seems, because in this 21st century of mass media, of instant information, of total sharing of everything within a few seconds of it occurring across the globe, it's so easy, it's so, so easy, particularly when the creators of this industry, the tech industry, the IT industry, the social media industry, these are brilliant, brilliant people who spend all their time creating these platforms to provide us with this information. And it advertises to us, it tells us, it shows us that whatever is on those platforms, you know, it's so easy to believe that this is reality, that somebody is an instant millionaire, that somebody is an instant success, that this particular way of doing this actually works, that this is now the process. And the conclusion that's easy to reach is that, hey, little old me, what I'm doing in my own backyard, with my own pen and pencil, with my piece of paper, with my group of players, with my individual athletes in this cold, dark environment, Actually, I'm wasting my time. That is what this glitzy, bright light, super, super enhanced photograph social media can do. And we have to honestly remind ourselves that taking shortcuts and getting frustrated, which is often what the response is, oh, I need now to do this, this and this instead of what I'm doing it's actually a false message because all the lessons of history, back to Stoicism, back to Nero, the, the, the Roman emperor who was deluded, whose ego was totally out of control, who tried to deceive and, and, and was surrounded by deceivers. It isn't the right way. The right way is to be honest, to be a good person, whatever that is to you, is to follow your heart is to do what it is you believe you need to do and check it, yes, have a good mentor, have good more than one mentor, but honestly, do not believe everything that comes across your path and certainly do not believe that getting carried away 
by other people's egos. People who are painting pictures of great success within five minutes and are showing you ways that seem to be dishonest, shortcuts, rags to riches, etc., 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 as attractive as they are, absolutely nailed on. Guarantee, how do I know? Because I've been down that path, following your own fundamentals, taking the long-term view, the long game is the way forward. It's hard to understand, particularly when you're young, it's a lot easier to understand with a little bit of experience under your belt. But that way, no matter how it appears on the television, on the internet, is not the real way. And it often needs a little reminder, doesn't it, from a source of experience that actually we are on the right path that gives us that peace of mind that says, hey, back to the action, back to getting up in the morning, back to doing my fundamentals, and hey, we're on our way. There we go. I hope that wasn't too much of a rant. You know, as I always say, I'm certainly not here saying that um, this is stuff that is coming out of uh, my brain. It's stuff that's come across my path. I've stolen it. I've borrowed it. I've had it from people who are far, far more, far wiser than myself. And all I'm doing is passing it on and hoping that you can find find some joy in it, find some wisdom in it and go and check it out. Some great sources, as I've said before, are Brian Entheos. Uh, Brian Johnson's Entheos site and Ryan Holiday's Stoic Philosophy, just as a little starter. So that's it for Leader Manager Coach this week. A little bit of leadership stuff there. Hope you've enjoyed it. Let me know what you think. It's www.robriles.co.uk. I'm on LinkedIn, Facebook. Let me know what you think. Great to chat. Always appreciate your time. I'll catch you again. Bye-bye.